Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Sippin' Cosmos. I'm your resident spiritual nerd, Ashley. And I'm your skeptic, Lane. And I am somewhere in between the two. I'm Sarah. And today we're going to talk about signs and synchronicities. Love that. Destiny. Love that for us. Serendipity. Because they're all kind of connected. Literally in the past week, I've heard at least five people say, that's a sign. That was a sign. Yeah, people love saying that, though. (laughs) They do love saying it. People love signs. I say it. There's a whole song about it. (laughs) I saw the sign. It's a great song. Great song. See, I say it ironically sometimes, but sometimes I really do think, oh, that was a sign. That was something. And a lot of spiritual people think that when you see something that either means something to you or you keep seeing the same thing over again, it's a sign from the universe that you're on the right track. You're on the track that you're meant to be on and just keep going and keep traveling that road. Okay. Who says that? Spiritual people that are on a spiritual journey. Okay. Lane, I want to know where you stand with this. I believe that people like to think that there are signs (laughs) that it gives them some sort of meaning but you don't believe in it it makes them feel like they are going in the right direction because a lot of people that are looking for signs are completely lost however i i do have experience with insane synchronicities that make me wonder maybe there is something to it Yeah, like, I don't think it's necessarily people that are lost that are like, oh, I'm so desperate to just see, like, anything and create meaning from anything. But those are the people that are most likely to buy into the idea of signs. I don't know. Like, I I see them all the time. I'm not necessarily, like, looking for them or, like, need that. Okay. Well, that's just just I I kind of chalk it up as, like, a coincidence. And I do think there are, like, coincidences that may or may not have meaning like there is just a random occurrence for me i will say that it makes me feel like i might be in the right space at the right time and i am open to that idea you know i thought you just said that's not a thing like i said i've had experiences myself okay so what is like an experience like a synchronicity experience that you've had i've had some crazy ones but the most crazy one happened while i was in university I'm going to need a drink for At this. Uni. <laughs> At uni. At uni. At um, uni. So it was freshman year, and you know how everyone makes their you know, their initial friend group, basically. Mm-hmm. Freshman year, you find out who you're going to be partying with. Like, you meet people, and, like, you develop relationships and bonds and friendships. I just got the freshman 15. That's all I got. Freshman. You got 15 <laughs> friends? Some people, some people develop a relationship with food. Um, <laughs> and that's fine, too. That's fine, too. That's totally fine i had that way before college (laughs) i became friends with this awesome dude named andrew from south carolina shout out andrew shout out andrew snedeker love you in high school i loved playing roller coaster tycoon amazing computer game i I, I I don't even know what that is i basically for those who don't know what it is and you should it's uh it's a simulation game where you basically build a theme park and the goal of the game is to just build the best possible theme park and keep your guests happy and build super cool rides and it's 
a lot of fun. It's, it's like a, great a game. It's basically like a PG. You've played it, Sarah? I used to play it all the time as a kid. What? Yeah. I had no idea about yeah. this. It's basically okay. like a it's like a very clean GTA. You could build your own rides and then ride those rides. So which was super cool for someone who loves theme parks. So you could build a sick log flume or a sick roller coaster and then actually reap the benefits of all the work you did and ride that ride. It was incredible. But you ride it digitally. It's okay, not really so like it was still pretty fun to do. Fun. Okay. <laughs> it, it, trust me, it's fun. It's, okay. it was a thrill. Okay. Um Anyway, my brother and I, we would go on YouTube and look up the best rides that people had built. Okay? And there were a lot of really great ones. But one in particular... <clears throat> excuse me. He's one... getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a, there's a frog in my throat. Uh, one in particular just really struck a chord with us, and we would watch the video all the time. It had amazing theme music. It was like Hans Zimmer... And we just thought it was so funny, wow. but so well done. It was a log flume called Gold Mountain Falls. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we watched this YouTube video, which at the time had quite a bit of views, by the way. Probably a couple hundred thousand views at the time. And at that time, that was a lot. When was And this it? was like, like 12 years ago, probably. Mm. Maybe 11 years ago. I don't know. And then I decided to show him my favorite ride that I've seen someone build. And he said, I built that. <laughs> he said, that's my ride. He so logged, he he logged the... in. He li and I was shook. I literally, that, uh, what are the odds yeah, that my favorite ride that I had a, a random YouTube video that no one else is watching. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of views, but it's only people that like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mm -hmm. There's a whole world of people playing this game. That was like it's seeing a, your It's like a one in a billion, celebrity. I'd say. Like, it's just crazy. Anyway. I, I was shook, and he actually logged into his YouTube to show me that it was his video, and <laughs> I lost my mind. <laughs> that really is crazy. That's freaky. Yeah. How does that happen? Well, my question would be is, what is the sign there? Yeah. Uh, well, I think maybe if there is a sign there, it's that I was in the right place at the right time. But what does that mean? Like, you were meant to go to Tulane, and you were meant to meet your hero. I think I was just in a game. good place, and I was on a... <laughs> if, if we're going by... You know, if we're going into this theory, and I'm buy if I'm buying into it, it would it would mean that I was on the right path, and that I was at the right school, I was with the right people, and that I was moving forward in a positive way. Yeah, I interesting. Love that. I love that for you on this roller coaster ride of life. <laughs> <laughs> and you are the tycoon. <laughs> and I am the tycoon. That's right. So I thought th that was a wild one. I've got some other ones, but I want to hear some of your guys's. I mean, that that's an interesting one. I've I've found that you you kind of have to conjure a meaning f of of these signs and synchronicities. Like, you mean like you have to make it up? <laughs> yeah, like it, I don't think you you know or you won't know until like later down the road, and you're like, oh. I was on the right path, and that meant this, and it's kind of like an after-the-fact thing, perhaps. Um, I don't know. Like, for me, it's little things. Like, Nicolas Cage has been coming up a lot for me lately. <laughs> so has Mark Ruffalo. And Mark Ruffalo. That's oh, my god. That's very unfortunate for you. How did the Mark Ruffalo, like, thing come up? I, I well, said I, I wanted started, to watch. I, I started telling you that 
I had to be in a certain mood to watch a Mark Ruffalo I film. wanted to watch a Mark Ruffalo yes. movie, and Lane was like, you can't just watch a Mark Ruffalo Those movie. Those were his exact words. I need to like, be I, I cannot wait to see the outpour of support that I get <laughs> on this matter. Because I think a lot of people agree that Mark Ruffalo, you need to you need to be in a certain mood to watch a Mark a Ruffalo specific film. Specific mood. Okay, but moving on. At any moment. So a couple days later, I start telling my friend Brad, "How ridiculous is it? Ashley and I wanted to watch a, a movie that happened to have Mark Ruffalo in it, and Lane shot it down and said you can't just watch a Mark Ruffalo movie and put on this whole thing about how." It, you can't look at his face. It's his voice, whatever. And Ashley and I are like, we've never even like thought about Mark Ruffalo. He doesn't make me feel anything. I'm so indifferent. Yeah, and, and if anything, I like him. I think he's a good actor. Right. He's like a an everyman kind of nice I don't guy. Dis- I, like I don't dis- him. I don't dislike Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> but like I said, you have to be in a certain mood. But you're never in the mood. Well, so my friend <laughs> Brad, that might be true. my friend Brad was completely unsurprised, and was like, oh, I can't stand it. No, he's absolutely right. Thank you, Your Brad. friend is absolutely right. Then, fast forward another two days, I'm with another friend of mine, and I don't even tell him the story. He brings up Mark Ruffalo to me and tells me that him and his friends have created a new slang term called Roof, and it's short for Mark Ruffalo that they've, like, you know, it's evolved into Roof. Or Mark, sometimes they say as well. Like you marked, you're such so yes. Mark right now. When something is bad, they call it <laughs> Roof for Mark Ruffalo. Oh my like, god, like that's crazy. Yeah, that's and that so Roof. In the same week where we discovered watching a Mark Ruffalo movie is not easy for some people, and it's <laughs> not easy for some. People. Look, it's easier for I, others. I and find it hilarious people. that this happened and that someone. Uh, it sounds like a lot of people Confirmed. agree with me. It sounds like a lot of people agree with me, and I'm just speaking up. I guess so. I I had no idea. This sounds like a Mandela effect, where it's like everyone's saying they hate Mark Ruffalo now, right? And then it's like, but when did no, we start hating is, Mark Ruffalo? Honestly, this has like, never happened. It's just coming out now because people have been afraid to say it. <laughs> Okay, okay, well, what's weird to me is that I haven't thought about Mark Ruffalo since I first saw 13 going on 30, however many years ago that was. I had no idea he was in Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. I, I really he like the Green Hornet or something? Or no. I don't Hulk. know. Hulk. Something like that. Honestly, I don't know. I, I didn't even know that he was still in movies and was like... Apparently, he's more famous and relevant than I thought. He just won a Golden Globe. Extremely Globes. relevant. Oh, and that was another thing. The guy's got like 20 million followers, Then I too. was scrolling through my Instagram, and he came up on my Instagram that he won a Golden Globe. Well, that's because your phone was listening. <laughs> that, see, that to me, that's not weird. That's easy. It's just strange to me that I hadn't heard this guy's name in forever. I never think about this guy. And then in the same week... He's come up many times. Yeah. That I happened. Gu- I, yeah. I guess with my friend Brad, I brought him up. And that happened with Nicolas Cage with me. He was on that show on Netflix. I love Nicolas Cage. So. And then my friend was talking about him, wrote him into a script that we were, t- like, you know, in, in a line in the script. And I was like, wow. Like, and he just kept showing up. I kept saying, then I watched a Nicolas Cage movie by chance. Maybe. So guys, I, sub- I don't know. Sarah, Mark Ruffalo, Nicolas Cage, Ashley, what are, what's the sign here? What are, what is the sign? I don't know. Just that we're on the. I take it we're, we're on the right path. We're on the right path. <laughs> we're where we're meant to be in the universe. You're learning about actors that 
are I mean, affecting you. I mean, it just happened to be profoundly. the actors this time. But like other times, it's other things, obviously. I have to be completely honest here. I am not a believer in any way whatsoever that signs and synchronicities are signs from the universe. Okay. Is, is it, I think mostly I feel that it's just a crazy coincidence. Let me it's ask just you this all coincidence. Then. And that it, it just shows that the earth, it, the, the world is smaller than you think. What is a coincidence, is what I think. though? You think it's total chance? I just think it's so a major happened. coincidence that I met my friend who made the my favorite yes. YouTube video. That is a huge, huge coincidence, and, and it's a, a once crazy in a lifetime. Story. A once in a lifetime. Yeah, and like that should be crazy enough in itself. There doesn't have to be like a crazy meaning behind it. I, I think to think that. But the why universe, is it crazy if there's no meaning? Like what? You just know? because of the pure chance, like the odds of it happening. But are why crazy. do we care if it's just a coincidence and it doesn't shocking. matter? Because it's shocking. But like, but it gives you some sort of feels, does it not? It gives me feels. Yeah, it You're, gives me think feels. About it. But it doesn't make me think like it was a sign from the universe that Lane needs to go to architect school and become, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, a, a roller coaster. Well, no, designer. I, <laughs> I think it was a sign that he's meant to be friends with Andrew, though. Yeah, but at, if we're looking at that, then anything could be a sign that someone's. But, I think what like, Ashley's oh, saying Ashley. is that when something so phenomenally crazy happens and so coincidental that it might point to you being in the right place at the right time. So let me ask you this. Do you believe in manifesting and karma? I do, but only because you're the one making it happen and you are the one taking it within your control. Not because it's not like if you say I'm going to be a millionaire and then you don't do anything about it, you're going to become a millionaire because you said it, you manifested it. It's like it's more the active. Are you sure? Because TikTok is telling me that I can manifest it. So I'm, I'm trying to. Well, if TikTok said it, yeah. then it's got to be true. Okay. But it's more the active practice of saying it yes and working hard and all the other things that go into it like when we talk about manifesting there's so much talk about like saying it and believing it which is i i fully believe that that's very important but the outside world doesn't see all the work that that person is putting in totally i'm not saying it doesn't take work to achieve certain things if you want to manifest a certain goal like that's the kind of like but like do you i just believe in the concept of if you put something out there in the universe, it comes back to you in some way. So whether it be like a big thing, like a big life goal, or just like a little thing, like, oh, I want to, you know, do this or see that, you know, and then it you take small steps or you just see a little thing that gives you a little hope, like, oh, this is happening. Well, I do believe that it's the placebo effect. And if you see a sign and it makes you feel this is a sign it's going to happen then it makes you believe and then all of a sudden you channel that energy and you feel like it's going to happen and then you do the things you take all the necessary yeah as opposed to if you have no hope whatsoever you're gonna you're not gonna have the drive to make whatever that thing is happen so i do think that it's beneficial and for people who believe in it i think it's incredibly effective but i don't think that there's actual reason behind it i think there there are studies about the human brain that do say that people specifically try to find patterns and, yes. and synchronicities. I had a friend in college who would freak out because she always looked at the clock at 3.33. 
<laughs> and it was like, it was like, yeah, huh, it's crazy. And then she keeps going. No, no, every t- every day at three thirty three. And it's like, She's what? Wired. What about all the other times that you look at the clock and it's not three thirty three? You don't <laughs> code that into your memory because it's not significant. It's probably to you. just habit for her at this point. It, you know? it is, but so her the, like, the brain, the, the brain then tells you like every time you look at it and it's three thirty three, it's gonna stand out to you and you're gonna be like, oh, there it is again. So you sound very much like a skeptic on this topic, Sarah. Fully, yes. And then she, she, her best friend, this guy, turned out he was interested in her and wanted to date her and she was not interested in him at all. But in one conversation they had, he told her that he always saw the clock at 3.33 and she was like, I don't know, maybe this is a sign that we should date. That's such a weird uh. thing to have in common with someone or to even find, like, put value on. But that's what people do, like, things like that. It's like, it's a sign. But, like, like why? No, it's who not. cares about 3.33? Was that, like, she was cares that her lucky number or something? Or I don't think so. I think she was trying to figure out what it meant and she would look up the meaning mm. of this number. 3.33 and... actually means uh, half evil. Six 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 is like evil. That. Oh, because six six six. Yeah, but who decided that? That's like. But it's it's who a, decided six six six. I think it's, is evil. I think it's cute. It's a real thing. If I tell you that the most popular car out there is the Ford Explorer, you might be like, "Really? I never see them." And then I'll be like, "Watch! Now you're gonna start seeing them." And then all of a sudden, you'll start seeing them. Yeah, everywhere. that's a thing. Like when you like get a new car, all of a sudden you see your car. I agree, but what about something really obscure? I have a story real quick. Okay. Um so I had a business meeting and I was sitting down with someone who had just gotten back from Alaska. But anyway, ten minutes pre prior to the meeting, I was just randomly like you know how you go down like a Wikipedia rabbit hole? Mm-hmm. All the time. Where like you look something up and then all of a sudden you're on something else. Mm-hmm. I had fallen upon Fievel. I don't know if you know who Fievel is, the cartoon. It's one of like three or four cartoons that Steven Spielberg produced in the early 90s, or maybe late 80s. Okay. Anyway, I go to the Steven Spielberg cartoon production page, and I find Balto. And everyone knows Balto, right? Balto, the, the Alaskan husky. Mm-hmm. Is it a Disney movie or it's, it's a just Steven a, Spielberg? Oh, Steven Spielberg. It's I'm like his familiar. own cartoon, cartoon production company. Oh. Anyway, I had not seen the word Balto probably in fifteen or twenty years. I completely forgot Balto even existed. <laughs> okay. Um, flash forward to the meeting ten minutes later. I loved Balto. I remember watching Balto. Balto's a great dog. Yeah. Okay. Great cartoon. Great dog. But I had not seen the word Balto. Very obscure. In probably fifteen years. Okay. Ten minutes later, I sit down for my business meeting, and I asked the person I was meeting with how their trip went, and they said, it was great. I brought my dog. He looked like a little Balto. <laughs> okay? But it, it, the story continues. Okay. At that, I, I, had, I had an out-of-body experience at that moment. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> but you have those Balto. all the time. Because <laughs> it literally gave me anxiety. I was like, how? What? <laughs> Shook me to my core. Sometimes something is so weird and so coincidental that you like don't even say anything because I didn't. Like, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. you're, you're like if you, I were to freak out right now, it's like they would it, think I'm crazy. Yeah, I froze. He was internally like I froze. I was having an existential meltdown in my head. I was like, how did that happen? That was weird. That's weird. And I was actually in a period of time, and Ashley knows this, that I was going through a lot of synchronicities, a lot of weird. I don't remember most of them, but a lot of weird things were happening. I kept remarking every time it happened. Mm-hmm. But this one was. This one took the cake. Anyway, I'm, uh, 
the next weekend, not even a week later, I was walking to the Melrose Trading Post, the headlining band, Balto. There are not going to lie. There's a band called Balto playing at Melrose Trading Post <laughs> probably four or five days later. Three straight Baltos. <laughs> In a week. Baltos. After 15 years of no Balto. After 15 years of no Balto. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> didn't even think of the word Balto. Here's what I'm going to say. Yes, I, it's weird. But for 15 years, it's not true that there was no Balto. There was Balto. No, I, and no, listen, there were people talking about it, but maybe it didn't quite hit Sarah, as hard with me. you. Maybe it went over your head. I never had a conversation about Balto. Maybe you didn't have a conversation about it. But even if, if I saw the word Balto at some point previously, within the 15 years previous, I would have been like, oh, remember Balto? I swear I had, Balto had no part in my life. Sarah, don't Balto listen, shame. It sounds like, okay? it, listen, it sounds like... Our roles, have, our roles have kind of reversed on this topic. Yeah, yeah they have. This is interesting. You're the, you're the true skeptic on this yeah. one. I'm skeptical, but I'm somewhere in the middle. See, I would venture to say that it, this whole pattern finding thing is even more potent with obscure things. Because when it's something that's so obscure and then you you see it, you're super sensitive to it. And then you see it, you come across it. It's It's mind blowing because of how obscure it is. So let me bring this back to kind of like a spiritual standpoint. So in the world of people that believe in reincarnation and karma and dharma and all that, um, seeing signs and synchronicities is kind of, like I said, a way of, of showing that you're on the right track because people that believe in this believe that your soul makes a contract essentially before you incarnate into a body, a contract with the universe. Like this is the life I'm choosing to live. I'm going to carry out these things in my life. And and it's sort of like a, you, and it's binding and it's binding <laughs> till death. Um, till death do us. So part. it's like your soul knows your mission and your destiny and what you're supposed to do in your life, but your waking body and your just conscious mind forgets. We we live about our, our we go about our days, we live our everyday lives, we work, we go to sleep, we eat, you know, and we're not thinking about our bigger plan, our bigger purpose, our our soul's purpose, our destiny, and. Um, these little signs and things, if you're open to noticing it and in tune with the universe, these people, like, you'll only notice these signs if you're in tune with the universe, with yourself, with your mission, with your destiny, and you're, like, one with everything. You're carrying out your karma, your, you know, and everything, and you're in line with your soul's mission and life. So this is kind of the ideology behind the meaning of signs and synchronicities. And I think there is something to that. I mean, have you never felt like you have a real purpose, like you have a mission? Like when I was younger, I was like, I want to spread knowledge. Like even when I did a um, one of those astrology chart things. Spread knowledge. <laughs> yeah, like I, I have this like, why why am I, I doing mean, a not, podcast right now? I have but... an inherent need to connect with people and to share ideas and um laugh and ideas and like just I it's an inherent need like within me somewhere what's the word I'm looking for uh it's it's an inherent need inside it's what drives of me. an you. urge it fulfills you it's an urge that fulfills me okay you know what I'm saying and yeah. I I don't know why 
It's just kind of like something within me. Maybe it's that that's my soul's contract that I made that I'm going to try to better the world through laughter, through knowledge and through like evolving and bringing ideas together and people and and things. And it's like this is the universe. Like if I'm noticing this and that and it's things are synchronizing and I'm in harmony with everyone around me and the things and that then I'm on the right path. And it matters (laughs) a great deal. I think that's really nice to believe. I think that's like a nice sentiment and a nice thought. And I have things that, you know, feed my soul and make me feel fulfilled. Don't hold back, Sarah. Don't hold back. But I don't I don't know if I was put on this earth to do those things. I don't put on the earth, decided to go on the earth. Okay, I I don't know if I decided (laughs) to go I listen, I didn't ask to be (laughs) here. Okay. I did not ask to be your soul did, but you don't realize maybe you weren't ready for the university that is earth <laughs> i guess you, not i really i'm really just ready for if you don't get that school. if you don't get that joke please listen to our past lives episode exactly yeah <laughs> link in the description yes yeah i i don't know i again i think it's self-centered to believe that and by self-centered i don't mean like your Ashley self-centered I mean self-centered as humans to believe that like we're put here on this earth for a reason I don't think there's a reason to it but again what do I know Mm -hmm. like you said like there's so much we don't know and most of it I don't (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean it's just it just feels like if we're made of the same energy that the earth is made out of, that every, like that the whole universe is made out of, and like when you do crazy drugs, you feel connected to like the plants and the earth and like everything. And the whole, I'm not saying that humans are special at all. Like I'm saying we're not, we're tiny. But we are special. But like we don't, we're, we're very disconnected to our like, spiritual side in modern society now like native americans and other cultures you know in india and other places where they have these ideas that are very connected to their soul and and a whole well actually they just didn't have any other way of understanding or explaining what was going on now we've made scientific advancements that, that answer tell us a lot very of, little. That, that answer a lot of the questions <laughs> and make certain things seem more uh, believable or uh, more yeah. likely than others. I agree. I just think science can only go so far or it has only gone so far. So there's just so much more, whether it be scientifically based or spiritually based for us to learn. Right. And I'm sure there are some spiritual things that are really nice to believe in. And there are plenty of things that science can't prove. So that's where the spiritual part comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. Your your lips are blue. They from are. From your martini. Blue face baby. <laughs> that I made you drink. Are mine? Not really. Are mine? No. Maybe I, it's I like, we have lips I like a blue lip. What do you take out of the Balto situation? What's the Balto sign? I feel like 
that I'm a lone wolf. Did you look up the story <laughs> of Balto after all this? Like what happened in that? You movie? know what? I really didn't. <laughs> but I, I I do know I do know the basic facts are that Balto was like a hero dog. <laughs> that I think it's based on a true story. Yeah, I think it based is based on a true story of a hero dog, and his friends, or maybe it was just him. I'm not sure, but he took like a load of medical supplies from the middle of from some big city to the middle of nowhere in Alaska and saved a bunch of people because this dog was like a hero dog that the brave the treacherous wilderness of Alaska to save all these people in this town right so that's the story of Balto maybe I meant to save uh, an isolated town in Alaska I don't know Hmm. or maybe I meant to save the world or at least help other people I don't know that made me think of something because stories like that warm our hearts right we're like oh my god like he saved these people that was like you know he's such a good dog or if even if that was a person like that's a good person that makes a life worthwhile right what makes a life worthwhile like and and to that fact why even be a good person if nothing matters if we're just bags of chemicals we just evolved here nothing matters like why not kill everyone you see on the street why even like treat other people how you would like to be treated like well that's how a lot of uh mass killers think like why not let me just kill everyone because life doesn't matter nothing matters well i think that people's feelings matter and we care about each other's feelings if if nothing matters because i think we're here on earth for even though it's a short time it's a long time and there's so much we love each other we're we're gifted all these emotions and feelings and we're gifted things we don't know why we feel like we don't want to hurt people but we know that we don't a lot of people do a lot of people do want to hurt pe- a people. lot of people a lot of people have empathy though you know it's it's something having experienced life you just learn that emotional intelligence you know yeah i i think that our time here on earth matters to us and that's important it's it's important to move humanity forward it's not to say nothing matters at all which it kind of doesn't why what are we moving towards i think we're moving towards our basic human instinct which is to live a long healthy life yeah and to procreate and just stay Listen, on earth. Just because Why? nothing just because nothing matters doesn't mean you don't want I to just enjoy don't, doesn't mean you don't want to enjoy your time on earth. I while just we don't have see it, the know? point to life if there isn't any sort of spiritual end goal. The point we don't know. We don't know what the meaning of life is, but the point of your own life is to do whatever the fuck you want and try to honestly yeah, I think you should, you're here. You should try to make as many positive relationships as possible if if that's what you want to do and Try to change the world in a positive way for those around you. If nothing matters, you're right. Basically, you know, the end game is going to be zero. But you could still enjoy your life for what it is. And that's just a magical, weird experience. (laughs) Yeah. I know it's tough for me because so much doesn't matter, like, in a few, even thousand years, depending on how things go, Earth could be just a bunch of dust and, you know, nothing, essentially. 
So it's it's tough to say, but I think that what we do, like our actions have repercussions. So like something about, you know, that saying where like a butterfly flaps their wing in like Australia, something happens in what, what's that? Saying? Yeah, I, string, I know what you're talking theory. about. Yeah. String and so theory. like basically an action of one of us on Earth could potentially be affecting something in another galaxy or right. on another planet. And I think energy can't be destroyed. So it's like what you put out ends up going somewhere and or coming back to you in a way. And it's like it's like when you eat something from Chipotle and pass <laughs> it a lot of gas. That's the energy. A lot comes out. But like, what about, what about, <laughs> have yep. you ever, have you ever done something really bad and no one ever found out and nothing ever happened to you? If maybe not you, then someone, you know of someone who's done something bad and they never got caught for it. Mm-hmm. So does everything always come back to us? I there mean, are plenty of I people think who did there's no way of knowing horrible things and like never are you speaking of karma i i guess so is that is that what you're saying like yeah and just not even like karma specifically because i don't i know i need to study like buddhism more and and hinduism and stuff and and really read up on that but just even just like taking religion out out of it or kind of like those kind of undertones to it and it's just like whatever you put out you're putting out there and it's like that is in the atmosphere now you know i agree like when i do nice things for nice people it makes me feel good yeah and i feel happy for them i made somebody happy that's a great feeling and you know it it it's a cycle it, it goes it's truly what you put out there you get back even in just how you feel about it Exactly. You know, people don't have to say it. They can feel it. <laughs> there you go. Wow. I forget where I was going with that, but <laughs> sorry. No, I, Tommy, Tommy can interrupt I think, anytime. I think Tommy summed it up perfectly. Yeah, he did. He it's did. that feeling. Yeah, mm. he's so well spoken. But it's even how you feel about something is, is affecting your emotions and your energy, which then affects the people around you, which then affects the atmosphere and the universe and. That, you know, it's it's like, um, I just think that that can be a consequence to doing something bad. And, like, maybe no one, like, slaps you. Maybe you don't get in trouble with the law or, or a certain ways that we have checks and balances on Earth that we've, you know, developed. But an energetic repercussion in a way. Well, what about people who, like, got away with, like, horrible things and then died and then, like, we didn't find out about it until later. Or no one ever found out I about think it. they came back as a worm <laughs> and then got squished by someone's But blood. unless you have no morals, don't you carry that guilt with you? You know, unless you're a total psychopath, sociopath, that has no regard for humankind or society, if you do something terribly wrong, you're going to carry that with you your entire life. And in a way, that is karma. That negative yeah. energy that has overtaken your soul. But I think we all have different thresholds for it. And I tr- I've i met people who just truly, like, don't give a fuck. Sociopaths. I don't even know if they're sociopaths. I'm not, like, really familiar with the they're definition They're just terrible of, people. They're just, like, <laughs> shitty people and, like, selfish and just do shitty things and 
sociopathic tendencies for sure they i i don't know them that well but it seems to me that they are completely unbothered by their actions well you know because they've never the energy but the energy they put out into the earth it's gonna hit them in return in some way they're not gonna live their life to their fullest they're not gonna develop relationships that are really meaningful and i'm saying maybe it won't hit them in this lifetime but in the next did you like the movie serendipity I did. I, I enjoyed it that. very much. It was very cute. <laughs> I really liked it. I've seen it probably 10 times and I forget what happened. Lane didn't want to admit that he liked the movie, but he does. It's a it's good, a I remember movie. it being a good movie and it making me feel good, but I couldn't tell you like what happens besides when they meet. like with Okay, the... but but that movie is a great example yeah. of what I'm talking about with this, every, assuming everything is a sign because that girl in the movie, she's talking to this guy and she's like, no, if we were really meant to be together, there'd be a sign. I know. Let's get in the elevator in this building that has 60 stories. You and can't both... force a sign, Sarah. But yeah, that's she what was she's trying doing. To, she was trying to force it, and it backfired. Uh, yeah, and basically, like, like if we were meant to be together, I'll get home later, and I'll guess your phone number. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, let me just give you... Sometimes you have to make your own destiny. You mm. can't assume... Listen, that, of course. It's truly just like, oh... I'm hungry. I want spaghetti. That's a sign that I should eat Italian food. It's that is a sign. You should have Italian Which food. Which is, I don't believe in luck, you know? I don't believe in luck. You you make your own luck. It's one of my favorite quotes. I don't know who said it, but you make your own luck. I believe that was uh, Vern Troyer said that. Vern Troyer, yes. Yeah. You, I think you're right. And Austin Powers, too. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but, confused. yeah, you you do. You can choose your own destiny. You know, what, it's, it's what, what you put into the world. They say luck is opportunity meets preparedness. I I like that one too. So it's I've like the that. opportunity is the magic in the air, the thing that came to you that is the synchronous, the thing, the the your your time, your the thing that's your chance, and then but you have to be prepared and do the work to be there to make it happen mm-hmm. and come yeah. to fruition. Yeah. Which I think is a healthy way of looking at it. I don't think it's totally just like I'm not in control of my life and it's like, oh, I leave it to, you know, every little thing I see when I'm out there. But there could be, I think, just little little nudges, little things here. There are some people that like have maybe like lost loved ones that really hold on to the idea of like, oh, like. That's a hummingbird, you know, that's like yeah, my Yeah, I do that. Grandpa. I do that. You do do that. Yeah. So why do you do that? It just makes me feel nice. Okay, but do you, like, think it's real? Not 100%, but I... A little percent? A, a little bit, yeah. But I think part of me knows that I. it's like the child in me that's, like, choosing to believe it, and the other part of me is like, it's just a fucking bird, What's man. your sign? Like, is your grandma a bird? Or no, someone. it's it's not even my grandparents. It's my godmother. Mm. She just like loved cardinals, and she had like all these like, she just always I associated her with the color red and like horseback riding. Those old like horseback riding jackets in Virginia, and um, she always had like artwork that had cardinals. In I it. love her. I, I can feel it. I felt the yeah, coziness. She's she's <laughs> yeah. was the bomb. Moms love birds. Yeah, like, my mom loves roosters. My mom loves roosters too. But it's Sarah's roosters. godmother. Sarah's godmother with Wills. the with the red oh, and the cardinals and the, and the Virginia and the whole the whole vibe is, seems very cozy. Yeah, love it. Yeah, it's very old Virginia, very old South. 
Woodsy. Um, yeah, very woodsy. Yes. So like a couple days after she died, I saw a cardinal and it was like, <laughs> and it made you think of her. Yeah, but absolutely. You didn't think the bird was her, or did you? No, not really. Yeah, a little I, And bit. then like a year later, we were all at the beach and we we have this big like canopy thing that we set up on the beach that we're all sitting under. And this this bird comes over. I don't even know what kind of bird it was. We were sitting on the beach, but it was black. It was like an all black kind of creepy looking bird and just came over and like sat on top of our canopy and and my godfather was like oh it's rudy and her daughter was like no i don't think that's her (laughs) but it sat there for a long time see that's one thing is i think entities energies or people's energies can affect animals and and objects and things so it's like potentially so there's there's this one story of actually an older woman who um she told her mom before she died if if like there's an afterlife or anything or if you're there after you pass come back to me as a bird and then like a few days later after her mom died this bird like flew on her shoulder and like wouldn't leave like they tried to like let it go and it like wouldn't and that's just like a little odd behavior of a bird like it's like okay the bird came like a bird could come and they come all the time but they don't like refuse to leave and it was like attached to her like on her shoulder and there's a video of it maybe we could pull it up I'll, i'll show it here um i've heard of a similar story with with butterflies this woman lost her son to like to cancer or something horribly tragic. He was very, very young. And the community made, like, a butterfly garden. Is that a thing? Butterfly garden? Yeah. They did something where they set all these butterflies free. And they opened the little gate, and all the butterflies flew out. And one, like, went and, like, landed on his mom's shoulder and, like you said, like, wouldn't leave, which is just, like, crazy. Yeah. Which is odd behavior. Yeah. Odd butterfly <laughs> I behavior. I don't, I don't have a, a reason I, for that. I don't, yeah, but it's kind of. I have to say, with the butterflies, even when you when you walk through like the butterfly thing at the insectarium or the zoo, they do tend to land on you. Okay, but they don't refuse to. Some get of them, off of some you. of them stay. Some of them really do <laughs> stick to you. I actually was afraid to go through the butterfly. Honestly, not gonna lie, so was I. When I was a child, I was not into that. I I thought a couple ladybugs refused to get off of my body and. I was very uncomfortable. I don't like bugs or birds. I'm sorry. I'm just going to well, say Well, ladybugs it. bite. Really? Do they yeah. really? Yeah, I, I believe they do. Mm-hmm. Butterflies are harmless, but I still don't want them on me. I still don't, I still don't want to walk through the butterfly thing. They're just thing. yucky. Yeah. I don't want to walk through anything where there are flying creatures, like birds or so, like anything flapping its they wings. They have that aerial advantage that is just not... You know, a bird flew into my house the other day, actually. Did a full lap, in? did a full lap, and then zoomed out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I would have been freaking out. It was cute, though. It was like a little sparrow, and it just like did a full lap around the living room. It was like, fuck this shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I would have been. I don't Ooh. like that. Ooh. No, no. They freak out when there's a spider in my room. Yeah, I have to kill I, it. I... <laughs> Thank you for your service. You're welcome. I don't want to kill the spider. Trust me, I like spiders. I could do without them. But Ashley makes me. Lane, do you have any other uh, sign synchronicity stories? Or that was it, Balto? I have another quick story that I remembered off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. I was in New York City with a friend who went to Tulane with me. Tulane Lane. 
a lot of these stem from Tulane. I don't know. But um, there was a school next to Tulane called Loyola, New Orleans. It was, like, right next door. Okay? Okay. There's a lot um, of Loyolas. There are a lot of Loyolas. But this one was in New Orleans. Say that three times fast. There's a lot of Loyolas. <laughs> a lot of Loyolas. <laughs> a lot of Loyolas. All right, go on. Don't get distracted by all the Loyola. Yeah, G Easy went to that school actually. Oh. Um, but that's a that's a different story. Um, so Loyola, New Orleans is right next to Tulane. Very obscure school. I mean, obviously there's a lot of Loyolas in the country. We're walking in New York City. We're by oh, Columbia. <laughs> we're by, we're by Columbia University. We're just walking around, and just you know reminiscing about our college days since we were on a campus essentially. And. We started talking about this the obscure school Loyola New Orleans, and I think I said like "fuck Loyola New Orleans" for some reason. I don't know why I said it. I don't have any animosity towards the school, but I said it. And then, why? L- legitimately, less than thirty seconds later, someone wearing a Loyola New Orleans full outfit, like a sweatshirt and hat, walked, <laughs> by. walked right by. My friend and I. That is weird. Are you sure street. it was New Orleans? Yes. Because there's another. There's, a, there's Loy- a lot of Loyolas. Yeah. There's well, a, that's why I said there's a lot of Loyolas. There's a Loyola legitimately in New York. I know. There's a lot of Loyolas. Okay. There's a, Ma- a lot Loyola of Loyolas. in Maryland. It and said Loyola New Orleans. Orleans on his damn shirt. <laughs> wow. You sure? Positive. <laughs> Did you say anything to him? No. Again, Did he I was you? shook. Again, I was shook. Yeah. That's pretty it's, weird. It's those moments it's like weird. that that are they're just earth shattering coincidences. <laughs> yeah, I've had some crazy coincidences I, in my life, but it, nothing that was like this is a sign from the heavens. Well, I have to say that um, you didn't have a Balto moment. I haven't had a Balto moment. See, I think that could have been a sign from the universe that like that was unnecessary negativity about Loyola. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, it was the know? negative energy coming back to you. Yeah. I, I was like, no, it was like, yo, I, I this said something mean about Loyola for, for some no reason. reason. And I, again, I I love that school. It's a, it's right next door to Tulane. We're neighbors, but um, maybe it was maybe it was just a sign maybe, to not be so negative. Maybe yeah. now is your opportunity to apologize to Loyola. Listen, <laughs> Loyola New Orleans, if you're out there listening. I'm sorry. So, like, on the same page as this, I, um, one of my friends is really into, you know, manifesting, and she's a big manifester, and maybe we'll have her on another episode. We'll, We'll talk about manifesting more in depth, but, um, I wrote a letter to the universe with her. She kind of coached me through it. It was, I was going through kind of a transitionary time, like, you know, what is my next step? What, what, you know? What do I want to do to move forward? And I wrote a letter to the universe just writing down everything that I want. You know, not everything, but just a a little bit of, like, goals of what I want and gratitude for what I have. And just thanking the universe for everything that I have, letting go of any negative thoughts or things that might be holding me back or back or resentments that I might have from other people or things just let it all go thanked them thanked the universe wrote a few things goals and things that I wanted and then a few days later I got a new job that's right you also applied on indeed.com 
So I took steps to. I, t- like I was that's taking usually what steps, ha- like usually you get a job. But let me tell that. you this: like I'm a terrible. <laughs> like you made your resume. Wait, okay, can actually, I just... you left out a uh, part of the story. You, you left out the listen, part of the story where you listen. spent a couple hours in your resume. Okay, let me. Where you applied pre- for applied, a job. Applied to probably ten or fifteen jobs. <laughs> let me let me preface this by I'm a terrible interviewer. Like I've I've gone on so many interviews and not gotten the job. Can I say that? Okay, I'm being like very honest okay. about that. And I, I think I'm a very specific person where it needs to be right. Like, you know, things need to align and be right. And it just so happened that it did. And I, I don't know why, but I think energetically I let go of some stuff and things ha- opened up and happened. And I, I, for, I don't think it's a coincidence. I mean, I, <laughs> I do think like maybe, I, I don't know. I think you're in sync with. Yes, I think the series of events unfolded the way that they were supposed to. And that action of like putting things out into the universe might have had something to do with it. Yeah. Well, I think like all of your actions in the story come into play. Right. So you write this letter and you're feeling okay hopeful like maybe something will come, come but i from wasn't this. like something definitely like i was like all yeah, right i'll write this letter you like, were hopeful enough and believed in it enough to, write to sit down and write the letter yeah. as opposed to somebody who's like that's stupid i'm not gonna do that i mean she kind of forced me but she said it worked for her and i was like okay but i do believe that the simple act of just doing it it makes it clear what you want it it's it makes sense right it's being intentional like writing it down saying it out loud yeah so then when you went in for that interview you you probably had that energy of like no this is good I'm gonna make things come for me so it wasn't just the letter that made things come to you it was the state of mind that the letter brought you that excuse me <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> drinking doubly drinks probably is not like the Double best thing starting to us. come back up <laughs> but it's the state of mind that the, writing the letter put you in where you were like, yeah, I'm hungry. Let's go out there. Let's get something. I want to change my life. Yeah. Like, I, I believe in manifesting. I, for the first time this year, I made a, a vision board. And I made it my computer background. And I was like, okay. Like, a lot of successful people that I look up to are very into this. So, maybe there's something to it. So, for on January 1st, 2021, I made myself a vision board. And I made it my computer background, so every day I have to look at this. And it's like, what I want my life to look like. And every day I see it, and it's a reminder, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. And it's all the things that I want for myself. And it really works. It definitely motivates me. But, again, it's not just right making this thing and it's like, okay, I hope it happens. Yeah, it's I- me. It's my actions at the end of the day who's going to make it happen. Totally. I made a vision board. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> but the letter worked. <laughs> I'm gonna try the letter. It's Magic the letter. letter. <laughs> I'm gonna write a letter to Santa. That's cute. I oh, think so- someone says yay vision boards. Yeah, I know it's I'm, like I'm anti vision board. I want I just, to like the vision ugh. board, but I just ugh, I just don't like the I don't even like the term vision board. <laughs> it's ugh. it's very um I know it's polarizing. 
It's it's just very it's like very like type A. Yeah, vision board. It is. It is. <laughs> but gonna, I was I'm gonna make a vision board yeah. and I'm gonna capitalize on everything that comes my way. This it's year. a little like middle school girl, but honestly it felt great. It was really fun to make and like design it. And I was like at the end of it, I was like, this is what I want my life to look like. Yeah. Can't they just totally. have a different name though? Can it be like I don't know. Mood board, isn't that yeah. another one? No, mood col- mood collage. Mood collage. Mood cloud. Goal, goal collage. No. Goal collage. <laughs> All right, so your homework is to find a new name for vision boards. Please. Something Com- something that's going to something less polarizing. You guys something have, less yeah. annoying. It's annoying. It's annoying when Do you someone's guys like, have a "Oh, let name? me I made a vision board." <laughs> Sorry, you're annoying. It's annoying. It's annoying. You know what? If my vision board gets me I'm somewhere, I'm sick of these people yeah, stuck up I'm with okay their vision with boards. Okay, people You're are, are eat your words. Too, too, I don't care. Maybe Sarah's you just living don't have in a, a mansion. You just don't have a vision. I don't care about your damn vision board. <laughs> Everyone's got to shut up about their vision boards. I Jeez, can, I can see things that you can't see on my vision board. I'm envisioning tearing up that vision board. You can't. No, listen. It's digital baby. Listen, I want nothing but the best for for you. Thank you. Yeah. So why it's, it's why those, wouldn't it's you those, support the vision I support board. it. I support it. I support the idea behind it. <laughs> I just don't think you, you need just to think literally it's lame. literally it's lame and it's just You're like uh, acting like an older brother right now, like making fun of me for like making like that's something my older brother would it's like make lame, fun of me it's, for. Well, and I'd be like, Oh, this well, is so stupid. I have, to, I have to agree with him. <laughs> literally, it's annoying. And look, I agree. I agree, but you know what? It's it, it's it working. It's working. It puts you in a positive mindset yeah. and just reminds you. Yeah, it's like a gentle I, nudge. Well, I'm every glad. Day. I'm glad it's working. Thank you. But thank you. Next year, I'm gonna make you guys make one. I'm gonna put martinis <laughs> on no. my vision board. There you go. Just to, how about you just use your brain to like envision? No, because I can't vision it. No, that's hard to do. All the time, every day. We live our lives every day. We have so many other things to do. That's the thing about it. It can be very overwhelming when you want multiple things in different facets of your life. I get it. It makes things more clear. Yeah. And it's it really a nice, does. pretty thing to look at with some of your favorite things. But yeah. Some, some it's aesthetically pleasing. My thing with the vision board is it tends to be very, like, not shallow, but it's like, what are their pictures I, I, of? I a know, mansion, I, a car, like no. I some people like one so girl. That's what I think people put on their yeah, vision board. One, you know what one I mean? girl put on hers like an engagement ring because yeah, she like, wanted to like, get engaged. It's like that's fucking dumb. Like, yeah, like you're, like, you're yeah. basically telling your boyfriend like this is on my vision board, <laughs> so this is gonna happen. Or it's year. someone who just doesn't even have a boyfriend and they just put a ring right. on the vision yeah, board. It's, yeah, it's like who are you? No, there you could definitely get into superficial areas. I think mine is like pictures of like women in like offices and yeah puppies women in offices like uh in a power suit in power suits also in like more casual settings as well just like a reminder to like work and collaborate and reach out to people pictures of like people working out um meditation i have a picture of a girl meditating and like it's gonna take a lot more than pictures of people working out to get me to work (laughs) I have pictures of books, like pretty pictures of books stacked up and a little thing that says read more. Um, I'm trying to think what else. What oh, you, like a girl's trip section. I have a girl's trip section. What are you reading right now? I am reading Atomic Habits. What's that? I thought I told you about it. It's good. It's it's all about changing your habits, little tiny habits in your life 
You know what I'm going to say. What are you going to say? You can start by tearing up that damn vision board. No, that was the first <laughs> step. That was my first habit. That's that's, that's an atomic habit. habit. An atomic habit. Is... Well, it's not like I'm making them all the time. Yeah. I just made one. Listen, I'm I'm getting yeah. on your I'm getting on your back about this that's a little too much. That's not a habit, Lane. I'm I'm happy you're, you're a habit. It's I'm a happy lifestyle. you're I'm happy you're working on your goals and making positive changes. Thank you. That's very exciting for I you. I also have a sticker on my vision board that says she's evolving don't distract her so to you lane i'm gonna say don't distract me because i'm evolving okay mm-hmm. all right you're trying to distract just look at me, me as a distraction then mm-hmm. when i want you every time you see me think, put me up uh, put me on your vision board as something trying to distract as someone not to be okay i'll put okay. like a picture of you with like a cancel because i don't do i don't do vision boards wait i have a okay. question did you guys see the movie soul no, my mom did, and she cried, though. Mm. I loved I it. I did, too. I loved that movie. So I loved it, too, and um, I feel like it kind of brought up the the kind of notion that I was bringing up earlier about the soul having the contract and going, what? I'm sorry. Someone says, is your friend a scientist? Ask science guy about quantum theory. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lane. Lane has a new nickname. Listen, okay, I probably know science, more about love, quantum theory than Lane. I'm honored. Science I'm honored guy. to have the nickname Science Guy because yeah, it reminds honest... me of Bill Nye. Okay, Lane, can you say science for us? Science. <laughs> science rules, Bill Nye. I, I being I like being Lane too. being being Lane <laughs> Lane. You be science girl. But you're a spiritual girl. Okay, okay no, but I I I you're do... the least scientific here. That's not true though. I I I embrace the spiritual aspect but i also like to back things up with science like and i think you can back up some of these things with science like quantum physics and, and so this theories, is how like i string theory i see it someone like lane who is more skeptical looks at scientific facts at what we know and it starts and ends there that's what we know and that's what is real someone like ashley is able to look at all that stuff and accept it as fact but is able to fill in the blanks and the gaps with, well, what if? What if? It's not an ability. Okay. A tendency. Tendency, yes. Thank you. It's what if, but it's also like I've evaluated this, and it, in some sort of level, this is ma- this makes sense inherently, and it can combine with the scientific theories. I respect it 100%. I do. But... So tell us about quantum physics, Lane. Science I guy. don't. I don't pretend to be an expert on quantum physics. I'm not sure if that was a sarcastic remark from a TikTok follower. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The emojis are a little. There's a sunglass emoji and a scream emoji. Oh. So I, what does that mean? So, I, you got me. You know, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you much about quantum physics. So I that's that's my answer. I don't. I don't know. But I don't think we're discussing quantum physics. Let's are have we? an episode about quantum physics and string theory and other. <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Theories, and we'll have an expert, guys. On. We yeah we because would, Lane's we, not an expert, we would need okay? to we would need to have an expert because oh. I I'm not pretending to be an expert okay I'm good not. I like that we are not qualified <laughs> yeah <laughs> listen I mean we're not pretending to be physics masters physics wizards yeah I mean I mean you did go to Tulane so scientists 100 years ago made an experiment shooting ultraviolet lights at a wall when they sang. I'm going to need more info. Happy songs. It changed the outcome of the experiment. Oh, I know about this. Oh, when they sang happy songs, it changed the outcome of the experiment. Yeah, so they've done studies on water. 
um, water molecules and they've zoomed in really close to water molecules when they play like heavy metal and just kind of like chaotic music all the cells of the water like become chaotic and crazy looking and then when they played like classical music they created beautiful geometric shapes and no were like way. beautiful that's actually true i've seen yeah. that video too yeah it's a real thing so it's well, like just, sound that, waves. that has to do with sound waves yeah though, but it know? affects the harmony of like a I, molecule there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with heavy metal of guys. a cell i don't know an atom i i whatever. love i love heavy metal maybe because i love chaos well yeah i think the sound waves are representative of the way the music makes you feel and the way the music that makes you feel it it has you know certain like you said metal is chaotic and classical music can be very complex and beautiful or calming or whatever calming and make you focus they yeah so it's it like you're working the water molecules are having a similar response to the music that humans but then the think human about brain it has we're 70 percent water right so our cells and our body are chaotic when we're listening to you just create. blew my mind mm -hmm. and then we're in harmony and we're calm and we're you know yeah, exactly. We're made of up of water. So, We're however, that cell bags of water, water. exactly <laughs> bags of chemicals and water. So we react to our environment greatly. We're more than just water, though, guys. Well, we're like seventy percent, yeah, isn't it? Seventy-one percent, something. Just because it's, like, it's a lot. We also have brains, though, that can in internalize and find interest in certain sounds. You know. Right. No, I'm not saying it's it's necessarily bad for you, but it does jumble up and and make your there's plenty of music chaotic. that there's plenty of melodic music that sucks. Okay, that's really bad. Well, yeah. Like half the shit on the radio, more than half now. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's not making me feel good. <laughs> In fact, it makes me the opposite. It makes me angry. Yeah, I. I get. I also get really overstimulated by noise. Mm -hmm. So, like any type of noise in general, if I'm not like enjoying it, if it's not something that's like soothing, I get really like triggered. Yeah, I have auditory. Uh, yeah, I definitely have auditory like you sensitivity. Do. Well, no, you don't. You love when the TV's on so high yeah, and it like gives me anxiety, listen, and I'm like, it's too loud. Well, I'm, I it's because I'm deaf because I've I've DJed for so long and I've done music Can't for so hear, long apparently <laughs> i listen to music all day like very loudly um so maybe that's just my ears i think it did affect but your hearing it, i guarantee you if the tv was on and there was some shitty song playing somewhere else and then another song playing like three sounds at once yeah. i would have a total freak out yeah. yeah i wanted to bring back serendipity for one one moment because I brought it up and then we because just, it's Ashley's favorite thing to talk about is I, this movie. I really like the movie. I think it's a really well done. Is, wrong John, is John Cusack? I wish I wrote it. It's John Cusack. I like it because Mark Ruffalo is not in it. <laughs> he could have played the John Cusack character very well. He I didn't. think he would have fit nicely. They did not cast him. <laughs> anyway, they did end up together in the end, so they were meant to be. Even though she overthought the signs in the movie the whole time, I thought it it really cleverly kind of brought it all together. Where it didn't happen the way they thought it was going to in the moment, and it was actually like years later when the timing was right, 
they came together. I used to think timing wasn't a thing. Like people used to say, like when the timing's right, when the mm-hmm. timing's right. And I'd be like, oh, that's such like BS. If you're meant to be with someone or meant to do something, like it'll just happen whenever. But I do think there's something to say about where you are mentally, where you are financially, physically, everywhere in your life where certain things happen when they come together at a certain time when it, when it's right. Absolutely. Your vision board comes to fruition. <laughs> it's about timing. <laughs> timing. With, with timing. And timing is an illusion, as we know. Yeah. You know what they say the most important rule of comedy is, right? What? Timing. <laughs> you just ruined my joke. <laughs> I'll do it on a different group of people. Do it's it fine. one more time. To be fair, it wasn't that funny. It's <laughs> funny when it works. <laughs> it's like, it's not my joke. Not <laughs> yes, exactly. The suit is black. Not yeah, exactly. Not <laughs> anyway. You were saying, <laughs> Ashley's. I think Ashley's trying to make a point. Yeah, that it's when, not the time, but th- yeah, the timing and or energy. Don't touch me. Is right. <laughs> I agree that timing is huge. Was that it's, bad timing? It's huge. That was horrible timing, to be yeah. honest. Sorry. Yeah. Half Canadian bacon with pineapple, half artichoke with pesto, and light on the cheese. Lane, you're real, you're it's not over. doing this well. I well, have to I'm say. trying to make a point that my timing is not good right now. <laughs> I'm getting trigger happy. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the. I'm done with the soundboard for now. See, you it's, said it's, at the beginning of this that you were going to be very yeah. tasteful with. And your now, choices. like it's the end of the road here, and so I'm see, just kind of like letting the, the wheels off the wagon. Honestly, and just, Lane, it's not as easy as as you thought, huh? Bringing in the huh? right. The, <laughs> The right, uh, the right sound bites at the right time. You know you what? You're gonna be. I know. I never. So I never said I was gonna be amazing. You just handed me the laptop today and said, mm-hmm. "Lane, you're gonna do it." And I said, "No, okay, because you I'll said that you wanted to, like, you were gonna do it and you wanted to do it." We're not even saying anything of value <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's funny. It's funny when I'm yelling at Lane for nothing. I oh, think. it's always funny. <laughs> I agree that it's funny. We're keeping this. We're not keeping it. anyway i think it's time to wrap this up can i see this for a sec what are you gonna magically pick a great one well i just wanted to kind of end this on a note (sighs) i i did some research on serendipity and synchronicity did you write a thesis about this (laughs) film and its effect on the universe and Synchronicities. I did not. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go find that one. I know. Please do. It says synchronicity is a string of events that seem to be highly symbolic and meaningful in nature. Seem to be. Yeah. Highly symbolic. One example of a synchronicity is hearing the same name over and over again in books, on TV, dreams dreams and later discovering that the name is a suburb where you find finally find your dream home (laughs) or whatever it is it comes back later in your life like maybe balto maybe you're gonna have a dog named balto one day yeah but Uh, why why would i have one named balto (laughs) unless i decided to name it i'm not gonna just (laughs) yeah like that would be well after having this conversation now it's like have you named if there's ever an opportunity for me to adopt a dog named balto and i find out it's named balto after the fact i'm giving it back (laughs) like you adopted a dog you didn't know its name was balto 
It would and freak me out. out. Yeah, yeah, that I'd, would be crazy. I'd remember. I'm gonna remember this conversation and be like, no, not for me. So for the rest of your life, when anybody talks about Balto, you're gonna get like. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Will you think it's weird if someone ever mentions Balto? No, because what was weird is that it all happened in one week. Right. Right. Yeah. Three times in three totally different environments. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. So now it's not strange. Now I welcome Balto. Into Here's an interesting thing, uh, fact. Hindus believe synchronicity is a manifestation of Brahman or the fundamental connection of all living things within the universe. So that's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like it's a manifestation of the connection to you to everything else in the universe like but yeah but everything is connected because we all exist within the same universe so like of course things are going to come up right but seeing a sign that's like think that things are seeing a pattern that you're noticing and whether you cr- like assign meaning to it or not hindus just believe that it's a sign that you're connected to your destiny the universe okay Behavioral economists would classify synchronicity as a form of confirmation bias. For example, if you're told to look for yellow cars, you'll start seeing a lot more of them than you initially thought. So that's what you were talking about, confirmation bias, which is a real thing. Our brain looks for that. Mm -hmm. Quantum physicists attribute synchronicity to the non-local mind or universal consciousness. So that's the collective consciousness the subconscious mind it's you connecting to your subconscious mind and your connection to the collective consciousness got it skeptics call synchronicity apophenia or the practice of seeing connections and patterns in random or meaning it's meaningless data everyday spiritual folks believe synchronicity is a sign from their higher self or soul and psychologists Believe synchronicity comes from the from the unconscious mind and collective unconscious. Sick. Cool. I mean, it's it's a thing, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. it's clearly a thing that happens to many, many, many people. It happens to everyone. Okay, everyone yeah. everyone sees signs and synchronicities at some point in their life. Like, you, know, you keep like searching on Netflix, <laughs> searching on Netflix Nicolas to find Cage. a Nicholas Cage film. <laughs> You finally find one. <laughs> and it's then just, you fulfilled it's so rewarding. your destiny. Like, this is a sign. Do you want to know the Nicolas Cage movie I watched? It was called The Family Man. Good flick. It's a good movie. Have you seen it? Yes. Again, like um, Serendipity, it, it's a good movie because it, it shows you the different scenarios of his life. Like if he had chose to be with this girl, he would have been a family man in New Jersey and had these kids and lived a more subdued life. And then in this other life scenario, he didn't choose the girl. He just became like an invest, a Wall Street investment banker dude, was like super rich, but like had no one, was basically alone. And he realized he was unhappy. I, I freaking love that movie. It's so good. Great movie. I love Nicolas Cage. I'm always in the mood for a Nicolas Cage movie. It just shows it. the different paths that you could take in your life depending on your decisions. Um, it, it, that fascinates me. The, butterf- the butterfly effect. Yeah, the butterfly effect. Sliding doors with Gwyneth Paltrow, another great. See, I feel like they don't make movies like this anymore. That's the right one. I, I, I love it. 
This I guy love. says so good to your jerker. Family Man? I guess. Yeah. Or At yeah. Christmas? It does take place during Christmas time, there I think. Go. I think. See, Lane would not watch The Family Man. He won't watch a movie that takes place during Christmas time when it's not, not You Christmas. can't watch a Christmas yeah. movie unless it's Christmas. <laughs> right. But Everyone it's knows. not just a like Christmas watch... movie. It just happens to take place yeah, in the winter. Yeah, but I don't want to be transported to a, a world <laughs> where it's Christmas when it's not. Thank you guys for watching, listening, subscribing, liking, commenting, reviewing, and just being here with us. This has been Sippin' Cosmos. Peace out. Thank you, guys. We love you.